0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast at the Sharjah International Book Fair. Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Moussa. Live from the Expo Center Sharjah. It's Pulse 95. Now, we know Steve Harvey from his performances on TV and in stand up, but the comedian is actually all about his wife, Marjorie Harvey, their seven kids and their five grandchildren. How incredible is that? It is, and Steve Harvey in interviews and uh, throughout the fair as well has credited his wife with so much. He said she made him a better man. And that's really interesting, the role that a wife could play in someone's life and and in in ways improving them and taking them to where they are. And uh, that should be really interesting to hear from her. Talk about that. Yes, exactly. You know, you do get snippets here and there of his family life outside of TV, but I actually met Marjorie as she accompanied Steve on his trip here to Sharjah, and it was clear that their relationship really is rock solid, and here she shares with me some really surprising insights on how they make their love last. All right, so um, as well as Steve, he has brought his stunning wife with him, Marjorie. She is here. Hey. Hello, how are you? We're going to say hello, wala, because that is the hello, wala. Yeah, which is hello, Wallah. That's the Emirati way of greeting people. Hello, Allah. Hello, <laughs> I love it. Give us your impressions of
1: Sharjah so far. So, the thing I love about Sharjah is it feels like a great place where you can come and bring your family and raise your kids. It's like what we would call the suburbs um, in the city that we live in. And that's where we live. It's like, I wanna be close enough to the city where I can go and enjoy um, everything that the city offers, but I can have a place that's safe where I can raise my family without you know, all of the hustle and bustle. <laughs> you and
0: Steve are dressed up very much uh, the Emirati way. You're in a, a, a beautiful high
1: today. Uh, you guys have just gone all out. Oh yes. <laughs> When we came, um, I was fortunate enough to, um, each time that we get a chance to come here, I get a few more abayas to add to my wardrobe, and my husband actually did a whole fitting where he has the traditional, what is theirs called? Uh, the kandura. Kandura. Yes. So from head to toe. Yes. So he told me that now he's uh, a sheik. And I said, well, we're gonna need a country, darling. Where are we gonna start our country? <laughs> We're gonna to need to get a country. Oh, yeah. Sheikh Steve, what is it like being married to Sheikh
0: Steve? You know, what kind of insights can you give us that, you know, the rest of us don't normally see?
1: Well, the the trick to knowing what Steve is really thinking, look at his face. He can't hide anything. He wears all of his expressions on his face. So regardless what comes out of his mouth, the look that he gives you is priceless. <laughs> How long have you two been married now? 12 years.
0: 12 years. And in that time, you know, he talks a lot about relationships. And a lot of people have trouble with that. Trouble with lasting love. What do you think
1: the secret for lasting love is? First off, divorce is not an option. Uh, Once you go into a relationship, um, I don't believe in prenups. And because... Steve and I say oftentimes, we've never known anyone to have a prenup that hadn't needed to use it. So when you go into something with an exit plan, you'll one day need to use that exit plan. So if you go into something knowing that we're in it for the long haul, and that above anything, uh, nothing, nothing replaces respect. So if you respect each other and you give each other the space to grow, and my mother and father used to say, no matter what you need to discuss, discuss it in the cool of the evenings. Don't try to have a conversation if you're angry. Wait until all heads are cool and then sit down and have a conversation. And. Once you know that a person, you truly love this person and this person has no ill will or anything to harm you, if you guys are not seeing eye to eye, sometimes you have to step outside of yourself to see their side of it and realize that, okay, so this is one of those times where we are going to disagree without being disagreeable. And no matter what, if you don't disagree, you're never disrespectful to one another, ever, for any reason. So. Such great advice. I love that so
0: much. Um, I hear that you pretty much at the beginning of the relationship, you gave him an ultimatum. You were like, "I'm looking for you know the the long term, the long haul. If you're not interested in that,
1: I'm out." Tell us about that. Well, Steve kind of presents it as an ultimatum. I didn't really consider it as an ultimatum. I just knew what I wanted. I was very confident and I knew what I wanted for myself. And I just told him, I said, look, it doesn't make you right and it doesn't make me wrong or vice versa. If we want the same thing, great. I said, but I want the man that God wants for me. And so I told him, I said, I'm not wanting to be with someone that wants to play games. I'm not a toy. Um, I want someone that you know is ready to have a, a real life and understand what's important, and nothing is above family. And if that's what you want, great. And if not, we'll just be great friends. So he broke his phone, and he was like, "Yeah, I want you." <laughs> so
0: yeah, that's amazing. Talk to us about you know what you're like as parents.
1: You know, my mom and my dad; those are my teachers in life in general. Um, and I thank God that both of my parents are still living. Uh, so it gives you another level of counseling that you can reach out to um, about whatever, parenting, you know, uh, being a husband, being a wife, you know, grandparenting, all of it. So it's just another, another level of uh, generational counseling that we have. And what I've learned is it's called on-the-job training on-the-job training, children don't come with manuals. You can have 10 children, same parents, same rules, same opportunities, everything, and all of them can be different. Um, I, I, I was taught this by um, uh, a minister and that is, I ask God now to help me to be a great wife for Steve. Not just a great wife, but a great wife for Steve. I need to be specific in what I ask and I want to be a great mother to Brandy, to Carly, to Morgan, to Jason, to Broderick, to Stevie. Stevie is Broderick, he goes by <laughs> and to um, Morgan, I mean to Lori and to Winton. I have to call my children's names out and to be a great grandmother to my grandchildren, to BJ, to um, Rose, to Noah, to Ezra, I want to call their names because it's not just about being a great person, but I need to be specific because I don't want to give you apples if I'm an apple tree and you need oranges. I learned that and that is I have to meet you where you are and give you what it is you need. I have to be very specific and so that's just a little pearl of wisdom that I've learned that, you know, I can pass along and share, and maybe that helps someone else. It's so sim-
0: similar, in fact, to um, what Steve was saying earlier as well, that you have to be as specific as possible about your goals, about your dreams in life. Um, incredible advice there from Marjorie Harvey. Uh, but coming up next, she's going to be telling us who's the boss in their household. That's next. This is is Pulse ninety five?
1: Ninety five.
0: Keeping it local. Keeping it local all day, every day.
1: Pulse ninety five.
0: Heart of Shasha.
1: Pulse ninety five.
0: Pulse ninety five live at the Sharjah International Book Fair. Life beats life beats with shabby musa live from the expo center charger it's pulse 95. now steve harvey's wife of 12 years marjorie is the reason that steve is writing
1: his next book
0: and here she tells us who's the boss in their house
1: i told my son to, i said go and tell your father i want him to remove his sunglasses he came back, he said, Dad was like a little kid. He was like, I wanted to keep him on. And I said, yes, but I want them to see your eyes. I said, the eyes tell the story. They have to see your eyes, yeah. I, w- I was looking at him and I was like, I really hope he takes the sunglasses. You were reading my mind. I said it, I was like, yeah, I want you to take them off. He looked at me like, and I said, it's fine. <laughs> All the time, he said, he tells people, He said, yes, I'm the boss and I'm, I'm the king. He said, but you do realize she's the queen. He said, it's like playing chess. He said, think of this. The king is the most powerful piece on the chess uh, board. He said, but the queen can make the most moves on the chess. He said, so now she understands if you get the king, game over. He said, but the queen, she really makes the most moves. <laughs> That is such an amazing analogy, and that is why his
0: next book is called Queens Move. It is uh, something else because when we walked in um, for the interview, he had sunglasses on. Oh, uh, and uh, and I was just thinking to myself, it would be really nice to see his eyes. And she was sitting across the other side of the room. Um, and then and then she tells their son uh, brother to, to to go up to his dad and very quietly <laughs> take him Say off. it, <laughs> and so Steve very slowly. Just kind of removed the sunglasses. He glancing across the room at his wife oh. going, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, funny. it's brilliant. I tell you what. But uh, here Marjorie talks about making her
1: and Steve's dreams come true. I was taught, write the vision, make it plain. And that's so true because broad it could mean anything could it's, it's up to the interpretation at that point when you're specific there's no room for error you know exactly what it is you want and exactly what it is you're trying to accomplish you know but for you um
0: marjorie you know in terms of your dreams you and steve have accomplished so much
1: but what's still what's still out there for you that you want to do you know, one of the things that's passionate uh, for Steve and I is we believe blessings are to be shared. And it's not just about you, but there's a whole world. And um, it's so much that needs to be done. But one of the things that's near and dear to our heart are our children. So it's about helping them navigate through this world and helping them to be successful and to be, um, you know, just to be able to, because it's a lot of things that children have to deal with. So you want to be able to give them the tools that they need uh, on every level, you know. Um, So that's, we we have mentoring programs for boys and girls 13 to 18. Uh, So that's something that's near and dear to us and that's giving back to those kids.
0: You know, Ahmed, um, I said to Steve after I spoke to Marjorie, I said to him, I totally understand why you love this woman so much. And he just turned around and he said, he said to me, she's light. She's pure light. Wow. That's all he said. That's beautiful. That's what he said about her just before they left. It's incredible the relationship they have and to keep it going for so long and you could just see just how close they are Mm. and how well they communicate. Right, right, right. Exactly. They're on the same page. Incredible stuff. Uh, Love that interview so much. But coming up, we're going to be meeting the man who has made a career out of studying. What makes people happy? Mike Viking joins us live next here at Pulse95. This
1: is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.